0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: with Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions in the Lion's Den. It is my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the Lion's Den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through some relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The Lion's Den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcending godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life through our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. So today, I want you to roar for your victory, roar for your power, roar for your prosperity, roar for your deliverance, and roar for your strength. I want you to know tonight, our topic is bend, but do not break. My friend, I'm going to say it again. We want you to bend, but do not break. Listen, as we in America in 2016 going into 2017, not many are singing La sun with a merry heart, anticipating prosperity and blessings for the coming new year. Some people are anxious about their future, and they're kind of depressed over some losses that they've suffered and setbacks, and they're failing and caving under the pressures. My panelists and I tonight, will encourage, empower, and offer you some godly wisdom, inspirational hope, and possibly some spiritual support to help you get through whatever it is you're going through. So, my friend, while you're bending, we don't want you to break. So, one of my guest panelists today is an ordained apostle, pastor, and prophetess, chief apostle, overseer, CEO, founder of Oath of Office Apostolic International Ministries, Incorporated. Author of, uh, author, author of Confirmed from Within, awarded as an International Poet of Merit winner at the ISP Poetry Convention Symposium in Los Angeles, California. She she's a certified model approach to partnerships for parenting, provider for defects, a master's degree in clinical pastoral counseling, and is writing a dissertation for her doctorates in pastoral care and ministry. She is a confidant in church and in the work environment, Apostle Paris Miller. Thank you for being on the show tonight.
2: Greetings, beloved, and welcome to the show. I'd like to All thank right. Apostle and Lady Solomon for the invite, <laughs> and I thank you so listeners welcome. for joining us tonight.
1: Amen, amen. Listen, my next guest—he is a Macon guest. hes a making—he's a making Georgia native with roots in the big city of Monk's Corner, South Carolina. He's a licensed (laughs) minister of Word and Deed Ministries in Macon, Georgia. He's a graduate of Northeast High School. He studied chemistry, pre-dentistry at South Carolina State University, and psychology at Middle Georgia State University. He has a deep passion for the complete Word of God and God's people, and he believes and knows that all things work together for the good of the people of God. Minister Samuel Williams, welcome to the show.
3: Apostle John, thank you so much. Greetings to every mm-hmm. person in the lion's den. I thank amen, God for the opportunity. Well, thank, All you, right. thank you, thank you,
1: thank uh-huh. you. And my last panelist, but not the least, an ordained minister and evangelist. She's a court-appointed special advocate for children and one of the founding directors for Families of Victory, a realtor for almost 20 years. She's a member of World, World, Changers, of Church, World Changers Church of Macon, a devoted mom of two adult daughters, grandmother to three beautiful grandchildren, and a spiritual mother to dozens. She strives to give hope to suffering humanity and make a mark for the better that cannot be erased in the lives of anyone she comes in contact with. That's Minister Shannon Stafford.
4: Kingdom greetings everyone. Ooh, Thank you so much. Right. And ladies, well uh, let's hear it. let's awesome. hear, let's hear
1: it. let's hear it for my guest tonight. We're just so glad to have you here tonight. You are a wonderful group. We just know you're going to be a blessing for so many.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen,
1: if you don't already know, I want you to know you're in the lion's den.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Listen, our second matter tonight. It's called bending but not breaking. What I want you to start out, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself and what was a moment in your life where you were bending under situations and circumstances, but you did not break. Minister Stafford, I want to start with you.
4: Okay. Thank you so much again for having me here tonight. Uh, Greetings to you and Lady Lisa. Like you said, my name is Shannon Mm -hmm. Stafford, and um, I serve as Director of Family Services for Families of Victory, which is an outreach organization that caters to the various Mm -hmm. needs of families in the community. And coming up, my mom called me Molly. She called me Molly Mm -hmm. uh, because I was unsinkable. (laughs) She said that no matter what happened, that I would always bounce right back as if nothing had ever happened at all and always with a smile. She always said Mm -hmm. that even uh, from birth, the enemy was always attacking me, trying to harm me. Mm -hmm. We all know that uh, Mm -hmm. being a mother, period, and uh, then you got two adults and two adult young ladies, uh, Ashley and Amber, and then the grandmother, One can imagine that I have encountered quite a bit of
0: storms.
4: (laughs) Mm -hmm. As I think back, Apostle, over my life a little bit, as we talk about this subject about bending and but not breaking, I can truly say that there were many times that I was tried by the fire. And like Mm -hmm. Mom said, you know, he he, even as an adult, I can see how many times he tried to kill, steal, and destroy me. Um, Right. (laughs) So. as an adult, I would say one of the most trying times would be so far as the end of 2003 and throughout the entire year of 2004. Uh, mm-hmm. And 2016 ain't been no joke either. <laughs>
0: okay, all right.
4: You know, but our Father is so okay. loving, and um, he Amen. never allows me to really get caught off guard. So I can remember in 2003, right before the watch night service, I heard the Lord say mm-hmm. the anointing battle. And I remember our pastor teaching that and listening to the recording, and I really felt like Jobet throughout 2004. uh, It's like a Mm -hmm. spiritual nummy had hit my house. And, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, uh, from uh, my then-husband being challenged and stepped down as senior pastor of a church that we had founded Mm and ended a 13-year marriage, uh, my oldest okay. daughter decided, just to give you a few things, that she no longer wanted to live at home. Uh, mm-hmm. She began, so in her personal testimony. So, um, okay. my biological father passed away, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was well, just that,
1: so. That, that, day, that, day. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot for anyone. And uh, I, I, you, my God, you could go on and on, woman of God. Let, let me let. Uh, Minister Williams, if you could jump in here and tell me a little bit about yourself and what was a moment where you found yourself bending but you did not break?
4: Amen.
3: Well, thank you, Apostle Solomon. Uh, A moment in my life where I saw that I was bending, where bending came up had to be, well, actually two. One being my last year at South Carolina State, you know, being a student, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. seeing being in contact with my parents and I'm knowing that um you know when you have that gut wrenching feeling like something's going on that you just can't put your finger on and then uh some things that <laughs> happen at home that I that I just okay. I I my, my parents wouldn't tell me the truth. Like well, no, I can't say tell the truth about, it, but you know, they wanted to make sure I was focusing on school and that, <laughs> you know, that I wasn't being worried. But then I knew when I found out what was going on that that was a a moment. My my dad had some things happen with my dad and my mom just tried to make sure I didn't find out. And I, when I found out what it was, it, it shot me and it hurt me. Mm-hmm. So okay. but, I always, okay. but I always leaned on to um, what, 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 Jerry, what, what God spoke to Jeremiah, that he knows the plans that he has for us. So yes. no, no matter right. what situation for I good ever found myself evil. in, for good and mm-hmm. not for evil, I knew if it did not look mm-hmm. good right at that moment, uh, especially with, with school or even with a, a job situation. Uh, when things mm-hmm. might come at you on a job, you know, especially at me on a job, things did not come the way I wanted it to come, but I had to know that he sent it for good and not for evil. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, Apostle, Apostle Miller, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe a situation or circumstance where you found yourself bending, but you didn't break
2: Yes, Apostle Solomon. Uh, good evening, everybody. I'm a po- Apostle mm-hmm. Paris Miller, Chief Apostle of Oath of Office, Apostolic Ministries uh, here in Macon, Georgia. And what I will say regarding situation, a personal situation of bending but not breaking, when in the Color Purple movie, everyone mm-hmm. has heard the phrase, all my life I've had to fight.
0: Okay,
2: come now. Yeah, that's that's a true phrase. All my life oh, I've right. had to fight. When you talk of bending but not breaking the fight of yeah. your life, I've had to mm-hmm. fight all my life. Uh, but mm-hmm. most recently mm-hmm. was. In, that ain't just, uh, a movie. that a ain't,
1: ain't just a movie line for you. Yeah,
2: that's, that's real. Amen. <laughs> in,
0: yeah,
2: in the church situation, uh, the resiliency of the lawn and the stamina, like the cedar tree, you know, I had to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I was instructed by the Holy Spirit to resign from this church, and I mm-hmm. did, and he said, if you can give two-week notice in a, on my job, you can give two-week notice in a church, so I did that, Okay. and the, yeah, the first week, I couldn't get the pastor to turn in my letter of resignation, so it was going into the second week, and in the second week, I had to make the uh, appointment with the assistant pastor, I did that, so the last mm-hmm. Sunday in church, our practice was to go before the congregation and to pray over the microphones. Well, okay. I did that, and just as I began to pray, there was a tap on my back, and the person whispered in my ear and said, such and such said to shut it down. And I looked back, I had the microphone in my hand, and she said it mm-hmm. again. Such a person, the sister pastor said to shut it down. So everybody standing in line with me praying, and hand that person the mic, and I just told them to sit down. Well, as I sat down, uh, my mm-hmm. armor bearer was sitting next to me. She said, what happened? I'm like, I was told to shut it down. She said, you know they don't mm-hmm. want you here. And uh, she said, well, I know we're not going to the other location. I said, yes, I am. My job in God's house is to complete the course. So she said, mm-hmm. we can't go there. I'm like, you can stay here, but I'm going. So we got up shortly mm-hmm. thereafter and started going to the other location on the way there. She said to me, well, you know, when you get there, they're going to tell you that you can't pray there. And I'm like, well, they will tell me that, but that won't stop the course that I'm on for God. So when right, we did arrive okay. at the second location, there was a video going uh and so we sat down. She said, I told you. My umma bear was still whispering in my ear. I told you. They weren't going to let you pray. You resigned. Okay. I say my course is finished until mm-hmm. I pray at this location. So we sat there about five minutes later. The gentleman did bring me the microphone, and we prayed. But what's my point? My point is the bending uh-huh. is taking place in God's h- houses everywhere. And that's just one small example of how I was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bent, but I didn't break, mm-hmm. and that the fight continues for people of God everywhere.
1: Right, right there in the church, and you're feeling that that setback. Yes. Well, my uh, my 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 next question is: Why do people break when they find themselves bending under life's pressures? Do we blame God for allowing it? Do we insistively just say that they're weak and? Or do people just give up, and do they just lose hope? I'm going to put a pin right there. I want you to answer that question when we come back from our first break. That way we can get into it without interruption. So just stay tuned, and we'll be right back with our panel.
5: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201 477 0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement.com.
1: All right, and we are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon. You're tuned in to Strengths from the Lions Den, we're, and we're powered by We Inspire Network Radio, Win Radio. I want to thank everyone who's tuned in tonight. You're the reason why we're here. And tonight in the Lions Den, my guests are Apostle Paris Miller, Minister Shannon Stafford, and Minister Samuel. Williams, and we're discussing how to bend but don't break when you're in the fight of your life. When we left, I was asking my panelists, uh, "Why do people bend under life's pressure? Is you know when so many people we hear these comeback stories? Why do people just drop out? Why do they just give up? Why do they lose hope?" Uh, Minister Stafford, can you answer that question first? Uh, yes, sir. I
4: would I would say that. Um... The thing was that the people, some people do uh, grow Mm -hmm. bitter and angry with God, especially when the promise has not yet manifested. And, uh, you know, um, sometimes that word, the meaning of hope is a feeling of exception, uh, expectation and desire for a certain Mm -hmm. thing to happen. And then, you know, we know that uh, Proverbs 13 and 12 talks about hope deferred makes the heart sick. And uh, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of times what they do is really uh, people focus on, you know, what has not manifested yet. And they mm. lose, you know, faith and belief because right. it's been deferred. And that word deferred, we know, means put off an action or for mm-hmm. a time or postponed. So they believe a thing for so long and they don't see it. Um, or see, you know, the word of God and promises and prophecies coming to pass, uh, they lose hope. They they okay. cave in and give up and quit. And is uh, there an
1: unreal? Is there is there? You say they become bitter. Is there unreal expectation?
4: Well, I would say at some some in some instances, some people uh, mm-hmm. um, have told me they you know have unreal expectations. But with God, I don't believe anything. I but
1: I I I was about to say I don't believe it's impossible, you're right. <laughs> Apostle Paris, how, uh, Apostle yeah. Paris, what would you say as far as people who uh just feel themselves falling under the weight of the pressure to life? Do they blame God? or why are they just giving up hope?
2: Apostle, my my, my belief is that some people are inexperienced, they are a novice to pressure. Mm-hmm. And and okay. another yeah. And some people mm-hmm. have no instructor or no confidant. Another reason mm-hmm. may be some just need an excuse to quit or to leave.
0: Okay, uh, okay.
2: Another mm-hmm. would be that some break because it is not their calling. They assume an office. They assume a position when it's not their season to walk in it yet.
4: Another mm-hmm. reason mm-hmm.
2: may be some receive a false prophecy and break, they don't allow anyone to, uh, my my thoughts are don't allow anyone to tell you who you are not when you know who you okay. are. Uh, other people break under that. fear yeah. and they have no solid foundation. So no, mm-hmm. we I don't blame God. I never have. I know some people do, but I don't. And I never okay. did. I don't understand mm-hmm. why others do, but that's just my take on that.
1: Okay. I like how you said they're they're novice to pressures and they're looking for permission to quit. I just want you to know tonight, as you listen to this show, you do not have permission to quit, but you have permission Amen. to stand up, to keep on going, and to keep believing. Uh, Minister uh, Williams, what would you what what would you say? Why do people find themselves bending under the life's pressures and just give up?
3: Well, Apostle, I feel that sometimes people fall under life's pressures and they break. Because one thing they are not surrounding themselves by the right support systems. Sometimes okay. people seem sometimes it seems like people have their hopes built up so much on things that are false to them, like Apostle Miller said, mm-hmm. false false prophecies. Instead of trusting in what the word of God spoke over their life, or it seems mm-hmm. like either they're not trusting the word of God that was spoken over their life, so they blame uh the messenger or the message coming from God. So they blame, they they, they they want to point, it seems like people sometimes want to point blame at others instead of looking at mm-hmm. a, the, the situation at hand in the mirror, looking at themselves in the mirror and saying, okay, what am I not doing to bring my point or bring myself up mm-hmm. to what the word spoke to me or what the word was to me? Um, yeah, sometimes it seems like sometimes people want to blame God. Going back to like the uh, apostle said, some people want to blame God when that word, that they heard wasn't for them. The word wasn't for them in that season. The word wasn't for them at that time. Instead of dealing with what they have, what they know, and then sometimes the prophet Solomon it seems like people break because they don't want to be put under the fire. They don't want to be put under the pressure. Mm-hmm. They don't want to even go through the trying process. I got you. Because yeah, got in, you. In, in in the in, in 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 the bending in the bending you know it it brings you know when I thought about this says it in the bending it brings strength when when the wind blows a tree, the only reason the tree mm-hmm. doesn't fall is because it has strong roots, so if you're not mm-hmm. rooted or mm-hmm. grounded in certain things, then of course you'll break, and if you're mm-hmm. not grounded in if you're not grounded in the hope that God has already given you, if you're not grounded in and And what what God has already spoken into your life, then that weakness, the weak ground, mm-hmm. the weak roots will pop up from the the earth, and that's when people do fall because they don't have the grounding that they need in being surrounded in the right mm-hmm. on some of the right place mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. being 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 situated in a strong strong hope I have you, okay, well, listen, we all have setbacks and disappointing moments, but how do you view depression and what are some of the signs of depression, not exactly clinical depression, not like we're trying to diagnose anyone, but I'm talking about <clears throat> as ministers and spiritual counselors. Name some of the obvious signs that people have when they sink emotionally into uh, depression, you know, obvious signs that they may not even recognize, things that exceed momentary disappointments that w- that they sometimes don't recognize, Apostle Paris, Apostle Solomon, I agree
2: with Jesse Jackson. When he said, keep hope alive, Mm -hmm. I I believe that we should do that. And sometimes we can revert to things that make us happy and laugh. Mm -hmm. That's my take. What I do is I I like comedy movies, you know, like Harlem Nights, Mm -hmm. Richard Pryor, Ed Murphy, Bill Cosby. I like Mm -hmm. a good memory. I like a comedian Mm -hmm. friend, the word of God, a CD, like the emotions, or new birth, or the whispers. Uh, mm-hmm, I'm cut mm-hmm. from a different cloth the Apostle Solomon. I'm driven from okay. houses, oh, yeah. There is mm-hmm. always a way out, It my take. God always I, I, provides a way of escape for us. There's
1: always we a way out.
2: see like ourselves that. Okay. at the end of a matter. All
0: I right. believe
2: mm-hmm. that we can do that. We see ourselves at the end, then we press toward the end, and we won't be as hard pressed all the time. Um, okay. Some people live there because, you know, we react to situations in different ways. For some people the reaction is anger and rage, expressing the feelings mm-hmm, outwardly. Well, mm-hmm. Others express fear inwardly as grief, despair and sometimes depression. Um mm-hmm. and you know, being alone it feeds to mm-hmm. depression. So nobody should ever be alone. There is always a way out. There's always yeah, is. something available sometimes in a neighbor or a friend. Um uh, Whichever Mm -hmm. way we react, we are doing it in an attempt to make sense of what has happened. But the end result should always be good. Amen.
1: Amen. Minister Stafford, you want to
4: tackle that? Yes, sir, Apostle. I love what you just said. I tell you, that's awesome. Uh Um, So many people uh, find themselves that I've, I've, I've experienced in this state of depression because uh, they focus on the problems and the issues in their lives instead of the problem solver. They they, fo-
1: they focus on mm. they focus on the problems. That, go ahead, I just wanted to reiterate that.
4: Right, they focus Sometimes on the you can
1: magnify a problem. Mm-hmm.
4: Right, and then a lot of times what we forget is that the battlefield is in the mind, so it's that thing of mind over mm. matter, and um, mm. you know, so you have to renew your mind. And one of the things mm-hmm. that uh, I like to ask them is, uh, how you feeling? What are you feeling? And they'll begin to <clears> tell you <throat> feelings. they're feeling. They feel hopelessness. Yes. They feel guilty. They feel worthlessness. They feel helplessness. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the feeling. They they don't have the energy, the fatigue. And once you get them to be able to move out of their feelings mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. into that emotional list and get into knowing who they are and realizing who they are, and uh really, standing up in the authority of who they are at that moment in time that they are being okay. attacked with this the spirit of depression or the feeling mm-hmm. of depression then uh you know depression applied to the flesh, then they're able mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. uh move out of that uh situation that they found themselves in, so it's a constant battle you know it's a constant mm-hmm. yes, battle yes choose every day there's <laughs> a war going on. Amen. we have to choose
3: whether we'll choose life or we'll choose death. We sure do. Minister Williams? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Some some things that I see uh, when people come into the church, especially after they have a a great up season and, and now they're in a state of depression, you can see, you can tell by the appearance of a person. You can tell by, Uh, Sometimes it might be a a mood change A weight change Uh, Some things might have not went the right way Depression or not depression But uh, divorces The fact that a child may have went off to college Even the smallest things Can 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 result in You you can see that the difference and the change in a person Sometimes people I've noticed people have a poor appetite Some people um, Just have continual mood swings They feel a lot of times with depression I see people have they feel guilty or they have so much hopelessness or they have a loss mm-hmm. of interest in things that they used to used to do. Okay. So um okay. and I guess, you know, behaviors change just always sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of people feel like it's uh it's always them that they're the problem. It's always what am I doing wrong? What have I done wrong? Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. drive people away from, they begin from To begin inter- to internalize and, things and blame exactly themselves and, 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 Exactly. They they wanna point the finger at themselves when nine times out of ten is really not your fault. And that's it's one thing that I read before it's called uh the accusing spirit of how when, mm-hmm. how when uh the enemy tries to come into a person's life and take something that they have that have heard, that we as Christians have gotten over already, but they wanna but that spirit comes back up and points the finger back at you again just to drag mm-hmm. you under and to make you feel mm-hmm. That that worthless. you're that yeah. you're you're worthless. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So that that causes right. those moods, that causes that, that 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 guilt, that general yeah. discontent. So yeah, that's right. that's one of the biggest things that came in my mind about mm-hmm. that question. Just how the mm-hmm. accusing spirit can bring about so much depression, and how people can sink into it because they allow themselves, and like Apostle Miller said, they don't have that pick me up. They don't have something to turn mm-hmm. themselves around. A good memory. Or a good song, a good movie, something, gotcha. good people to be around
0: you. hmm Well,
1: what is it? What is it about now, the holiday season? What What is it about the holiday season that make people so depressed? You know, people are singing and dancing and va la, la 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 la. But some people they they're on the verge of suicidal. They're they're ready to end it all. Apostle Miller, what what is it about the holiday season that bring people so much grief?
2: Apostle Psalm, I have so many responses to that. Uh, One (laughs) may be (laughs) people still grieve over lost family members. They grieve over marriages, Uh over jobs, Uh lost pets. Some even feel as if they have no one or nothing to look forward to. Uh, Remember, there is always someone or something very close by. Why else do we serve Mm -hmm. God? He is a God of now. Uh He never leaves Uh nor forsakes us. Never. How much do we believe? Some people uh, are grieving because they think they don't know how to do something different. Some desire rest, whereas others battle loneliness. And because there are widows and orphans and adoptions and things of the, in that regard, these people sometimes desire their birth families, but they overlook those near, and they won't be close to the ones that are already in the midst of them. To them, the only so, certainty about life is that life is uncertain. Life constantly mm-hmm. changes and often takes us away from where we would like to be. The old picture has been taken to form a new world, a new picture of how things really mm-hmm. are. Um, entertaining. Some people even entertain the notion that the things that you are unhappy about could be a wrong thought. Sometimes we need to go there and think if it's if, if what I'm thinking, is it wrong? And we can mm. proceed, people proceed with the unhappy thought just because we've been wrong before.
1: Apostle Paris, that is yes, so good. Sir. I want you to hold it right there. I, I want you to hold it right there. I want to come back to that wrong thought in just a minute because that's one of the things that throw us off course right there. So I just got to take a yes, brief sir. commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to finish with talking about why people are depressed in the holiday season and what they can do to kind of avert these feelings. All right, we'll be right back. Hello.
2: My name is Minister Lloyd Bell, Jr., And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs
0: and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected.
2: Join us here every week, where together, through God, we win.
1: Amen. My listeners, good evening. I'm Apostle Solomon. We are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lions Den. We're empowered, empowered by We Inspired Network Radio or Win Radio. Thank you, my listeners, for staying with me and being tuned in tonight. Tonight, I have my guests, Apostle Paris Miller, Minister Shannon Stafford, and Minister Samuel Williams, and we're talking about how to bend but don't break as you fight for your life. Apostle Paris, before I break, and I want to give my other panelists a chance to come in here, but you were saying about the wrong thought during the holiday seasons that can throw you off and get you depressed. Uh, Give me, elaborate a little bit more on that.
2: Not just on holidays, but at any time in one's life, Apostle. Mm -hmm. You know, the very thing that we think sometimes can throw us off course, only for us to Mm -hmm. find out later on that it was thinking, thinking that it wasn't a good thought at all, and that thing that we that perplexed, perplexed us actually did not. Mm-hmm. So you oh, know,
0: right. it's
2: it's it it can be something that can be averted and avoided.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Minister, Minister Stafford, you you deal with a lot of families, and you see a some sadness during this time. Can you can you trace? You see what leads up to it, or why are they why are they unhappy and 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 maybe share some things they can do to kind of put an end to it or to get by this holiday season.
4: Right. Apostle, I I think uh I see a lot of uh unfair expectations uh placed okay. on oneself sometimes. Uh they and a lot of comparing, you know. Uh, uh I I like to tell people be free to be who you are, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh you mm-hmm.
4: Trying to be like the Joneses, <laughs> you know, okay. all um, right. and, yes. and then during this season trying to buy this and buy that. And, you know, we yeah. need to put a balance to this thing in the body of Christ because there's some simple, simple things we can do, you know, that can eliminate mm-hmm. a whole lot of stuff. If, you know, you got bills coming up and you couldn't hardly meet them in November, what makes you think mm-hmm. that you're going to meet them with the same salary in December when you add all, all the other things to it? So you so uh, saying
1: I need to take some stuff back. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Go
4: ahead.
0: No, just, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, no, but you're, you're absolutely right.
4: One can do, mm-hmm. you know, uh, since we're speaking around the holidays, uh, uh, but putting a lot of, you know, uh, worldly, I would say, looking at the world and how they do things. But the kingdom system is set up differently. So okay. um, I would say one of the other things that they could do is is when these things hit their mind, uh' it's, somebody's talking to them, so either the word mm-hmm. is talking or the enemy mm-hmm. is talking, so ask yourself mm-hmm. who said that? who told you that Amen.
0: that's right and Amen.
4: measure that's it against good. what the word says because the word is the mirror, Amen. okay so just cool. like did
1: that right. did that come from
4: find out what the word says about the matter. And let the word be the final authority, you know, and uh, move on. Mm-hmm. And it's a battle, but it's one that's really already been won.
0: Yeah.
3: You know? Well, Mr. Mr. Yeah. yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. My okay, okay. The 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 feeling that I uh, that I've had that personally I had before. Is during the holiday season when you mm-hmm. that I see a lot of people is the, the 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 feeling that you want to do so much more for other people. Sometimes okay. a lot a lot of times you want to give more but you can't. Sometimes you want to offer more of yourself but you're not able to. Sometimes you want mm-hmm. to put. Sometimes we we want to spread ourselves out there but then at times we can't. Some, so I see, mm-hmm. I see that go, I see that going on a lot with a lot of people. They they okay. want you to the, the press, exert the <laughs>
1: pressure. It, it's like a a pressure of doing yes, a, a lot during this time. Okay,
3: that's good. Exactly, and and so, sometimes people want to do that. Like I said, they want to do so much more than they than what they're used to doing, and, and but they're not able to. And mm-hmm, now they're 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 down. They they see their friends. They see their family. They see loved ones exerting more energy, more spirit, and they have they they have the the, the 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 jolly inside of them. Around everybody around them is, is just doing so great, but then they feel like it's poor little old me. But then. People, some people have to understand that whatever you're doing, as long as you're doing it from the heart, as long as you're doing it from the mm-hmm, God-given mm-hmm. heart that you have, that's mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. anything. That's 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 more than the world to some people. Some mm-hmm. people like I was this year was the first year I was able to get my mom something amazing for Christmas. And I've worked all the time And, and I mean it man it, it, this, this year was mm-hmm. the first year I was able to, to God bless, God o- allowed this to happen He He shut one door that I thought was going to carry me Throughout the whole rest of my life But he opened up a door mm-hmm. way bigger Than I mm-hmm. can imagine I can only thank God For that because in mm-hmm. him Doing in him opening up that door I said Lord as long as you allow me to Be a blessing to other people I will I, That That's what I want I, I'm glad That you gave me this opportunity to be a blessing to others. And that mm-hmm. and that's the thing that a lot of times people I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: No, 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 go ahead. No. I I'm finish that thought.
3: Yeah. And I was saying I was just gonna say a lot of times people get down, yes it is because like like the wonderful two women of God just said, yes it is because of, of family loss, uh love lost, family gone, uh sometimes money isn't there. The just all types of all types of matters could happen in life in in order okay. to make a person feel down, sad, hurt, or even angry during holiday times. But at the end of the day, we have to get to the root of the problem, and a person has to know that whatever you have inside of you, whatever you have to give from the heart, and I guess that's really what the holiday season is. Uh, what a lot of people get hurt about is what they're not able to do. Instead of focusing mm-hmm. focusing on the things that they that they have, the, the the gifts, the talents, the abilities give that already. God has already mm-hmm. given them to give already. Yes, exactly.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. I, I I like how you said. I like how you put that. They want to they want to give so much in that time. I think about when we're in church and we said, "Bless those that gave as well as those who had a desire to give." Right. I think about when I was yeah. in church when I had a desire to give but didn't have it. And God would say, well, when you get it, get that same desire back. Sometimes you have to remember <laughs> you have to do things during the year while you can. You may not be able to do it in December. Amen. Maybe you can do it in January, February. And you just take advantage of those opportunities. But let's move on. Um, now, that we're talking about bending but not breaking. But some people, some people debated me saying that being broken is not necessarily a bad thing. However, because uh, out of brokenness can come some powerful things. But, Do do you but my question? Do you want to get to that place of being broken? You know, because if you can avoid it, do you want to bend and then come back, or do you want to get all the way broken? Uh, Apostle Paris, what do you how do you see that?
2: Well, sir, I I say that no one wants to be broken, but being I even want to be broke. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a part of being a Christian It's a fact of life Uh, Broken Mm -hmm. You know the word tells us in Psalms 51 You know he says that the sacrifices of God Are are broken and contract hard Those who will not despise it So it is called a test and a testimony I believe Mm -hmm. everyone has something To turn themselves toward that omega point uh If only they can find it, everyone looks for a way out of their situation, the end mm-hmm. of a matter is truly essential uh to me, like I was saying earlier. It is far more important to get up after a fall than to never Amen. fall when times are hard when we fall, we are usually learning far more than everything is run when than everything is when it's running perfectly. Uh, during these times, of course, of housing, it's so important to reach out to people who can help as soon as possible before the downward spiral has progressed too far. The Now, the only time that I'm familiar with where someone doesn't want to come out of brokenness is, you know, in my experience, the death of a true, true, true loved one. Their uh, attachment and their bond is so secure that mentally to the surviving loved one, they don't want to break their vows. To them, it is breaking a marriage vow. So the the glue is so there in, in that relationship between married couples that that's when uh, that being broken is not necessarily a bad thing. But uh, okay. it's not bad. Uh, it's not a bad thing to me.
0: Okay,
1: so well, Mr. Williams, how, how do you see that? Should uh, there be, should, should people go ahead and break if they feel like they're breaking it, or do, do you want to avoid breaking, or do you can you bend and come back? How do you? What's your take on that?
3: Well, Apostle, I see that as, I guess, two different sides to this story. It depend, I guess saying it, it depends on the person, actually. Some people, it takes for them to actually mm-hmm. become all the way broken because, I hate to say it, through hard-headedness, people sometimes have to go through a whole downward spiral just to get the mm-hmm. point or just to see what God is actually trying to bring them to see. And at the same time, mm-hmm. some people can just, sometimes after going through some storms, some people can bend and they can say, and they can say I I know where this is coming from. I'm I'm bending but I'm not gonna allow this to hurt me. I'm not gonna allow this thing to, to, to beat me or whatever whatever storm has came their way. Like it's so uh so many songs come out so many songs about storms like the storm like Kurt Franklin uh it's over now. It seemed like I mm-hmm. I could make it. <clears throat> but once a person sees um, it could be a spiritual attack coming. It could be a financial attack coming. It could be a family attack coming. Once a person sees where it's coming from and they recognize it and they look at the problem in the face and they say, all right, and they analyze it like, all right, God, what is the reason for this? Sometimes people, know, after going through so much, some people know now how to answer that and say, all right, God, they know how to sit down and say, all right, Lord, what is it that you want me to learn from this? What is it that you're trying to get me to? What 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 smell are you trying to get from me out of this? And then okay. back to the other side, where some sometimes people have to, they they don't see that they're on a, a a terrible or on a way down. And sometimes God God does say, well, I have to break you, in order for you to understand what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get you to to get to. If uh-huh. that makes okay. any sense. So I, I so understand exactly so, what you're saying. So, so, so See, sometimes I, I, answer, I mean,
1: cause I know I know.
3: Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, well, <laughs> what I was what I was gonna say was sometimes it takes it takes a person. Even with me gro- growing up now and in in, in in ministry and growing up with the with um with knowing Apostle Miller, I with knowing the fact that if I'm in error, if I'm wrong, and I know sometimes and she might say, all right, Samuel, do this, do that. All right, Sammy, do this, do that. If that that's the bending point when she's when a person sees that you're out of line and they're trying to correct the thing mm-hmm. that's going wrong, that's the bending point. But then if you continue okay. to go bend and bend and bend, you're on you're about to be on your breaking point. Where all right, now you have to be humble. Now I need to break you so that you can see where I was trying to take you anyway.
0: Okay,
1: right. I, I see what you're saying. I, I know the Lord had to, I, I had to be broken. I was one of them hard hardhead ones. If you bend me, so that means I can bend. I can come back. But some, so you're right. Some things do have to be broken. Minister uh, Stafford, I want you to jump in here and and uh, tell me your take on it because the person was telling me the analogy of a, a broken bone. You have to. You can rebro You can break a bone and reset it. You know, mm-hmm. even if it's broken, you can reset it. And. Uh, it could it could heal, heal properly, maybe it wasn't healing right or something to that matter, but I, I got to go to a commercial minister staff and then I, when I come back, I want you to just elaborate some more on that on that, and I know you'll have some good perspectives on that. So if everybody can just hold on for a few more minutes and we'll be right back.
5: Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201 477 0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement fs.org.
1: All right, I want to welcome everybody back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you're tuning in to Strengths from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Wind Radio. Thank you, everybody who's tuned in. Thank you for staying with us tonight. We're in our last, our final phase here. Um, I want to thank uh, my guests, Apostle Paris Miller, Minister Shannon Stafford, Minister Samuel Wisdom. You, you guys have a whole lot of knowledge and, and insight. Uh, what we left off with was uh, Minister Stafford wanted you to share with us about bending and not breaking, but maybe breaking is the answer. What, what, what would you say?
4: You know, that word uh, broken, it it actually means having been fractured or damaged and no longer in one piece or in working order. Uh, and when we're talking of it as in an adjective, uh, using it as adjective of a person having given up all hope, despairing, and you use mm-hmm. the analogy of like a broken arm or leg or bone or something. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the doctors can reset that bone and, put it back mm-hmm. into place, and and the wisdom of God would have it to mend itself back together as if it was never broken. And I hear people say a lot of times, uh, uh, he was broken in Christ, or, or he finally broke, or he, you know, I think about the prodigal son, mm-hmm. he did all that he wanted to do, and then he came back home. He, I hear people say, he came to himself, and to me, mm-hmm. uh, that analogy is that, uh, his life was reset and he came back home They threw this big old feast and and restored him back to his position And uh, mended him back together I hear this song in my head right now and in my spirit The potter wants to put you back put
0: together you back. Right. That's a good song. And
4: I really yes. don't want to get offline tonight without letting someone know That no matter where you are, you may be bending, you may be even breaking and no, bro- mm-hmm. being broken in Christ, as some would say, is not a bad thing because that means to me that your will, you are ready to die to your will and ready to receive the promises of God in which you were ordained and birthed into this earth to walk. He said, uh, tw- uh, Is it Jeremiah 29 and 11? I know the plans that I have
0: for you. Mm-hmm. I- mm-hmm.
4: They are to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope. And sometimes we go, 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 and go in our own will, and then we don't fall subject to the will of the Father. And we find ourselves in a place of disparity, not that he took mm-hmm. us there, but because we did not take heed to the signs and the voices and the people that he sent there. We find ourselves there. But, oh, just like Mofibus, he will send somebody mm-hmm. for you, send somebody but he will come for himself. Him. <laughs> all
0: right, all right
4: pick
1: you up <laughs> Amen and That's what, that's what and we need And
4: man. mend you back that's what we we our,
1: When our listeners picked up tonight Apostle uh, Paris uh, I want to know uh, We're speaking on broken What breaks your heart in today's society And what are you trying to do about it As well as encourage others to do about it
2: Apostle Several things break my heart Um I'll just be brief and say people being hired to do a job and not appreciating or performing the job that they're hired to do is one thing. Another thing Mm -hmm. is leaders not evaluating and assessing others rightly. Uh, They evaluate and promote people based on friendship and not qualifications. Another thing that breaks my heart is men, men and women of God remaining in their vomit uh, another thing is children disrespecting not only their parents but their teachers uh-huh, and pastors uh-huh. and other authoritative figures, okay. uh, and specifically uh-huh. people giving up prematurely. You know they uh-huh. throw in the towel and they don't wanna they don't wanna be in nor be broken. Uh, those are just some of the things that break my heart, uh, and I have several examples, but for the sake of time. Those are just a few of the things. People turning away from God, meaning they were once with God, but they have left him. Those kinds of things really Mm -hmm. break my heart.
1: Uh, And so I guess the answer would be prayer and teaching, correct? Or, you know, on your platform, ministering.
2: Yeah, respecting Uh, one another, mm -hmm. meeting women of God, sharing the good news Mm -hmm. and not condemning each other, individuals loving each other. Uh, knowing without a doubt that you are saved, those are you know reading the word, the presence of the Lord. People not just being called but chosen. There are so many things that we could do to bring joy to other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, Minister uh, Williams, what 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 breaks your heart in today's society, and what are you trying to do as well as encourage others to do about it, Minister Williams?
3: One thing that one thing that breaks my heart is one thing such as like Apostle Miller just mm-hmm. said is people giving up so early, losing hope, losing faith,
0: mm-hmm. not
3: trusting people that don't trust. They're not trusting in the Word of God that was even words that were spoken into their lives. That's people just listening to the wrong ones. Uh, another thing that, that that hurts my heart is le- leaders that don't care for their sheep. Leaders that don't. Try to feed their sheep the right nourishment that they need, people that okay. uh don't care to even follow in the will of God
0: mm-hmm.
3: and just and just people that just feel like they have no hope that they're lost that they have no way out, but the one thing the two things that i I try to make sure I do is to always take a person and deal with them where they are and try to bring them up bring them up to where 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 I see they can be is I always speak life into a, a person. Into
0: mm-hmm. Okay. That's yes, sir. Right. I,
3: always, I always speak life into a person. I always feel, you know, sometimes God God sends us to be the feeling, to to be a picture in a person's life, uh, picture, you know, a picture of water to pour back into people after they have been poured out or things have been, when, when the glass is broken and the container is empty. And sometimes those containers have to be set back in order. They have to be set back in the right places. And then what was lost has to be poured back into them. So, especially give, you know, just giving people an encouraging word, even hugging people, telling them that I love you, mm-hmm. telling them mm-hmm. that, you know, they everything is still gonna be all right. Powerful.
1: Now, Mr. Stafford, what, what about you? The same question.
4: Yes, sir. One of the things that I declare and confess and pray daily is that people would simply know their identity. Know who they Mm -hmm. are in Christ. And uh, we do this uh, campaign here, anti-bullying, hashtag I'm me. Um, Mm -hmm. And when we know who we are in Christ, there's no way, no way possible that we could be bullied by the enemy. No way possible. Mm -hmm. We know without a shadow of a doubt that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. We are the beloved. We are the apple of his eye, the object of his affection, being confident in who we are and whose we are, then we would not be, um, we might be challenged, Uh, we Mm -hmm. might bend, but we definitely will not break because we know who we are and whose we are, and we embrace that love and we share that love. So that's what I would say.
1: Well, Mr. Stafford, I'm going to ask you, since I already have you, now on the other end of the spectrum, what, you know, I asked them, what, what breaks your heart or what burden do you have? Well, what makes you happy? What brings you joy? And what would you recommend others to as an olive branch of peace, serenity, something to give them hope as they close this year? What should they do? Go, go mountain jumping, you know, skydiving, you know, ice skating? Just something that you do that would uh, just to bring joy to your life that you would recommend.
4: I tell you, it's it, for me is, uh, and I'm praying for everyone that it will be just as simple. Again, it's back to hashtag I'm me. Be all mm-hmm. that you can be. Uh, be free to be who you are. Find out what you like. Find out what you, what your desires are, and and whatever you like to do, uh, in the parameters of you know um, being true to yourself and not harming others. If you want to skydive, go skydiving.
0: Take no raining. Right Go ahead and live. <laughs> you know? All right, all right,
1: Miss Williams. What what brings you joy, and what would you recommend you might recommend for others? Uh,
3: just like Minister Stafford said, just just live. Do something different. Do something to bring a smile in your face. I love to cook. I love uh, different things in fashion. It's just it's just whatever brings your heart joy. If you need to take a road trip with, with some of your friends, if you need to. Just get out of the house. Sitting in the house, mm-hmm. I can I find can be some of the most painful things because everything that hurts you is right there in front of you. So leaving mm-hmm. out of your house, being around some people that can make you laugh, um, like Apostle Miller said, put on a go, put on the Eddie uh, Murphy movie, watch watch Harlem Nights or something of that nature, just to bring you bring a smile mm-hmm. to your face. You can't can always can't always stick to the rut. Dude, go, go right. Turn the lights on. Go to. a cologne me, Go to
1: a what? Go to a what? I
3: <laughs> I was gonna say like, go. Go to a cologne, kind of smell a new fragrance that you never smelled in your life. <laughs> <laughs> go, right, go, brother. Go, like. <laughs> even, <laughs> even if
1: you don't buy it, you ain't got to buy it. Maybe it nine. be a hundred dollars. Just sniff it. Just sniff it. You know, a spray a little spray bit spray on
0: Okay.
3: There you go. Amen. Just try. Try something different.
2: Yes, sir. Well, y'all at the cologne counter. Don't forget the females now.
0: Okay, what, <laughs> bring,
2: <laughs> what brings me joy? You know, I was saying earlier, respect for one another, the presence of the Lord. Just talking about God for hours on end. And knowing without a doubt that I am saved, being not just called but chosen. Those knowing things bring me joy. Mm-hmm. Training others for advancement, sharing wisdom, things to that effect. The recommendations that I have for bending but not breaking is practice, practice, practice goodness, practice mm-hmm. being loving, practice mm-hmm. being kind, practice being courteous, practice being wonderful. On one of my jobs, they call me Miss Wonderful because every time they ask me, How are you today? I always would say, Wonderful. So practice mm. forgiveness, practice smiling, practice complimenting others they need it. All of these things are more make you feel better. Once you witness how others receive these compliments so well. Um, other recommendations is that, that ministries and churches come together and exalt the other more than themselves. Uh, another mm-hmm. recommendation is that, uh, that the competition ceases within the faith-based community. Mm-hmm. That the circle of friends inviting other friends to their church to broaden their invite base to be more inclusive. And Mm. that all hands of God train their ushers, their praise teams, their clergy, their warriors to exhibit more love and respect and courtesy to those entering their buildings. Um, I have a lot of things, but get in the word, have a relationship with with Jesus and some recommendations that I'd like to share. And and to stay strong and bend so that you won't break. Stand firm in the word of God.
1: Amen. Well I thank you all tonight for um all the, the joy, the strength, the encouragement. You all get a roar for just uh doing what you've done tonight. I just appreciate it. I pray that our listeners have received strength from you tonight. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, Apostle Paris Miller, uh, Minister Samuel Williams. Minister Shannon Stafford. Thank you you thank can you. find them on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram. You find them. They're they're a very positive and encouraging people. Uh, tonight, we wanted to tell you to bend but don't break. This is a fight of your life, and you got to stand. You got to pray, and you got to believe in yourself because we know that you can do it. Look at your support system. Look around you. See who see who with you, who's standing with you, who's fighting for you. Like we said earlier, we don't give you permission to break. We give, give you permission to bend, but get up and keep on going. We'll see you next year in Lion's Den. With my panel will be discussing how to live a purpose-driven, goal-oriented life. Thank you for my guest tonight, and bless you.